1: Welcome to the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves as part of the battery power. Podcast Network, and what a day it was for Braves Country. Of course, you can find the Daily Hammer, the Battery Power Podcast, and the Road to Atlanta Podcast, all at BatteryPower.com, as well as at Battery Power SBN and free on all podcast platforms. Wherever you enjoy listening to podcasts, that's where we will be, and for free, just hit that subscribe button, because when you do, that allows for you to know when the latest content Will be available. My name is Sean Coleman. You can find me at Stats SAC on Twitter. When it comes to the Braves, here's the latest from Atlanta. And man, is there a lot to discuss when it comes to both happenings on the field and developments off the field when it comes to the Braves. Now, without a doubt, The biggest news from yesterday is the fallout with Freddie Freeman from this past weekend. A very emotional weekend for Freddie Freeman, his family, many members of the Braves, members of the Dodgers, players, staff, what have you. Anybody and everybody that was close to Freddie Freeman, it likely was an emotional weekend. And it certainly was filled with great moments, but they're also, on Tuesday... Was a bit of fallout with with some news coming out about Freddie Freeman's thoughts about the weekend. You know, it was reported that Freddie Freeman potentially is parting ways with his you know former agency because of how they handled his free agent negotiations. There truly is a lot to dive into when it comes to the Freddie Freeman saga. Well, the great thing about the Battery Power Podcast Network, we actually have a new podcast that directly does exactly that, diving into. Some of the most significant topics when it comes to the Braves. Hosted by Chris Willis as well as Stephen Tolbert. You know him as B underscore Outliers. One of the best minds out there when it comes to Braves baseball. Weekly, they will dive into some of the more significant subjects when it comes to the Braves, and that's exactly what they're going to do. You know, on their podcast, it'll come out over the next 24 hours. But if you want, you know, the latest perspective and looking at the Freddie Freeman saga from every single angle that possibly could be explored, make sure you check out the new podcast from the Battery Power Podcast Network with Chris Willis and Stephen Tolbert looking at the Freddie Freeman saga. Without a doubt. There's plenty to discuss, and to Freddie's point, it seems as if he definitely is still trying to close the book on his past with Atlanta and move forward with his future with the Dodgers. It definitely is a very interesting topic to dive into. Well, in terms of happenings on the field, perhaps it could not have come at a better time when it came to the reason why the Braves were able to be victorious last night five to three over the Philadelphia Phillies. And that was because of the gentleman who has stepped into Freddie Freeman's former role. Now, I'll tell you this straightforward. I would imagine when it comes to Matt Olsen, his focus is not replacing Freddie Freeman. His focus is being Matt Olson and being the talented source of production that he's consistently been throughout his career, and it was on display last night. Two home runs for Olson, a total of three home runs for the Braves, allowing for them to be able to get a 5-3 victory over the Philadelphia Phillies, and this just isn't any other victory. The reason that I say that is because, as I had mentioned on the show yesterday, Zach Wheeler has been in my opinion, arguably the most productive pitcher of any major league pitcher. He's arguably been the most productive pitcher in the majors against the Braves. Since 2019, only teammate Aaron Nola has had more innings and more strikeouts than Zach Wheeler. And since the start of 2020, coming into last night's start, Zach Wheeler over eight starts was 3-2 with a 1.87 ERA and a 62 to eight strikeout-to-walk ratio. He has been dominant against the Braves. Though they've been able to beat him a few times, him himself he himself has been dominant against Atlanta. And last night, it's not as if the Braves completely, you know, were able to get to him early and knock him out of the game early. Still had eight strikeouts, but the key was, was that the Braves were able to take advantage of opportunities early. Two first-inning home runs, setting the tone for the game, and being able to get out to a lead. Now, Charlie Morton himself, he struggled early on as well. The same issues that we have seen for much of the season when it comes to Charlie Morton in the first inning, they showed up last night as well. But a key difference between Charlie Morton from the first six weeks of the season versus the month of June is that he was able to regain his stuff, though overall Charlie Morton did struggle on the night, only five strikeouts, four walks. He was able to regain enough control of his stuff to be able to keep the Braves in the game, to not allow for the Phillies to have as successful a start to the game as the Braves did. And so Atlanta was able to, after the first inning, Wheeler settled in, Atlanta struggled a bit trying to score runs throughout much of the middle of the game, but then they were able to capitalize late with Matt Olsen's second home run of the game plus an eighth inning double from Adam Duvall. And so it was a very good game to see for the Braves. And and the other thing that that stands out, a few other things that stand out are this, is that earlier this month, the Braves had a 14-game winning streak. And they won, I believe, 17 out of 20 at one point or some. It wasn't just that they had won 14 straight. They won, like, over a 20 to 25-game stretch, 90% of their games from May 20th through June 19th, when they were going through the part of the schedule where it seemed like every series the Braves were playing, they definitely were the more talented team. So a question coming into the end of June, when the Braves were going to face the Giants, the Dodgers, and the Phillies, is could the Braves maintain their ability to find off- offensive success to win games once they started facing an uptick in talent. And the question is, they definitely have. The Braves should be 6-2 and two over their past eight games against the Giants, against the Dodgers, and against the Phillies. And that includes four games, at least, against some very talented pitchers. Logan Webb, Carlos Rodon, Julio Urias... Tony Gonsolin, now Zach Wheeler. Over the past eight games, the Braves have faced a significantly higher degree of talent when it comes to starting pitching than they did for much of June. So the point I'm making is is that if anyone thought that the success that the Braves had during their 14-game winning streak was a fluke because of the competition they were facing, the Braves have shown that simply is not the case. This offense now is producing to the point to where they can figure out a way to win against any caliber of pitching that they face. And that is a great step forward from where the Braves were earlier this season. And a big why reason why that is is because Matt Olson is starting to round into form. Over the past two weeks, only five first basemen in baseball have over 50 plate appearances while also... Producing an OPS above 1,000, and one of those players is Matt Olson. We know that he's been hitting a lot of doubles, where the power is starting to come into play as well. Now, 12 home runs in the season for Olson, who seems to be really settling in to once again being able to drive the ball, get some air under the balls, and allow for them to clear the fence. And if his back continues to be hot, especially... If Ronald Acuna Jr. were to be out for an extended period of time and without Ozzie Albies, that's going to be a great development for this Braves team. And he showed. We know that he's fully capable of it, but Matt Olson showed last night he is fully capable of carrying this Braves offense when he needs to. And he also has now started to show that he once again is one of the best first basemen in baseball, something that hopefully will continue as the Braves wrap up their first half of the season. So along with the Braves bouncing back on Tuesday, we all know the struggles that they had on Sunday night ending their series against the Dodgers. It was really impressive to see the Braves bounce back and win the way that they did on Tuesday against a pitcher the caliber of Zach Wheeler. Beyond the developments on the field Tuesday, beyond the Freddie Freeman you know, stories dominating the headlines as well, there were some pretty significant injury updates for the Braves when it came to some significant talents that the Braves hope will be healthy as they continue throughout the first half of the um, season going into the second half. Closer Kenley Jansen was placed on the 15-day IL due to an irregular heartbeat. Um, After, you know, Sunday night, um, you know, this was news that, you know, I don't know if many really expected, but it was reported that he would be placed on the 15-day IL with an irregular heartbeat. Now, some relevant news from his injury, is the fact that this is not the first time Kenley Jansen has experienced this type of of ailment. He experienced it back in 2011 and 2012, and he also was placed on the injured list for nearly a month with an irregular heartbeat back in 2018. There is a very, very good story about Kenley Jansen's, you know, dealings with irregular heartbeats throughout his career and some of the, you know, steps that he has had to go through to get back to health, to overcome this ailment. It was later reported that the Braves do expect for Kenley Jansen to be available once his stint on the IL is complete, which would bring him back probably around July 10th, July 11th. So perhaps it's not as a big of an ordeal now as it was in the past, but obviously, when it comes to dealing you know, with the regular heartbeats and the complications that could come from that, it was smart on the Braves, smart on Kenley Jansen to take the necessary steps that he will be good to go and hopefully he'll be back to health and, and being as productive as he's been all season as soon as possible. Wishing him nothing but the best, obviously, uh, going forward. The other significant news development was the update on Ronald Acuna Jr. Ronald Acuna Jr. actually stayed back in Atlanta for further treatment on his sore foot. It was, you know, he fouled a ball off of his foot over the weekend. We know that there were no fractures, but we also know that, you know, due to needing the help of a medical scooter throughout the clubhouse, I believe, on Sunday, we also know that it was hard for uh, Cunha to be able to put pressure on his foot. Now, this Braves still feel... This is not a significant injury. He's not been placed on the injury list, and Mark Bowman of MLB.com reported that there's a good chance that Acuna could join the team at any point over the next few days. So he could easily make a return, hopefully sometime this weekend against the Reds, if not sooner. So while it definitely is, you know, a bit of a struggle right now for for Ronald Acuna Jr. to get back to. Normal playing health, because, you know, nobody wants to foul the ball off their foot. It's good to see that he's getting the treatment that he needs. It's good to see that it's not anything serious. And the hope is, is that he will be back, you know, in the lineup as soon as possible as well. So, some, definitely some significant injury news. So, while we know that Kenley Jansen will be out for a few weeks on the injured list, we know that Ronald Acuna Jr. will hopefully be back over the next few days on the positive news front when it comes to injuries. We also know that Eddie Rosario right now is rehabbing with the Stripers. He was doing it in Nashville and had some pretty good hitting performances. So he is on his way back, but it was also announced reliever Tyler Matzik will be starting a rehab assignment. Down in single A, he will be starting a rehab assignment. Great news to see that the shoulder injury that's kept him out for, I believe, over a month now, it seems as if it is something that has been overcome. Doesn't seem as if it's going to be anything really long-term that the Braves or Matzik have to concern themselves with. So while it's unfortunate to see Jansen Potentially, you know, he's going to be unavailable for the next few weeks. Perhaps the Braves can get Tyler Matzik back sooner rather than later to help bring depth to the bullpen that has been a big strength of this Braves team. All, all, all season. So a lot of injury news to a lot of significant talents when it comes to the Braves. The hope is, is that everybody will be able to return when they're expected to. And perhaps over the last seven to 10 days of the first half of this season, the Braves can really have, you know, Full health on the team besides Ozzie Albies. They can be as healthy as possible going into the All-Star break and really continue to find their groove as time goes on. But the thing is, is that the Braves have a good opportunity to continue the groove that we've seen them in all June long, which is playing winning baseball. Tonight, coming off the big victory last night, the Braves will send Kyle Wright to the mound while the Phillies will counter with Ranger Suarez. Now, in terms of pitching matchups, the Braves have to feel confident in this setup. Kyle Wright, though he has fallen a bit back down to earth over the past few weeks, I'm not necessarily saying that there's been a lot of regression. As I've mentioned and others have mentioned before, Wright's performance so far this year, not only through his ability to strike out hitters, but also Coupling that with his ability to produce ground balls, he's had multiple ways in which he's been able to limit offense so far this season, but he's been a bit more hittable over his past couple of starts. You certainly have to hope that he'll be able to avoid the one beginning or avoid early trouble and find his groove a lot like Morton did, you know, after the first last night. And even if Kyle Wright runs into a bit of trouble, perhaps he could still limit the damage against the Phillies to give the Braves offense the chance to once again feast on another Southpaw. Now, Suarez is a very talented left-handed pitcher, but he has himself shown that he's not was he's not been as dominant at times this year as he was in the past. He's been a bit more hittable, so the Braves have to like their chances tonight. Though he is a talented left-hander, the Braves have been the best offense in baseball against left-handers really all season, but mainly since the the, the middle of May. The Braves should have the opportunity to be able to put some runs on the board early to support Kyle Wright, and then Kyle Wright should be able to find his groove and hopefully continue his excellent season. As we all know, if Kyle Wright can continue to put together some good starts, he very much is in line to have a spot on the 2022 NL All-Star team. Though he may not start, he's certainly deserving, at least to this point, of having to spot as one of the starting pitchers. A lot of fun developments, maybe not necessarily fun, a lot of very interesting developments from yesterday, both on and off the field. We will have plenty of perspective as each of these developments continue to evolve. Obviously, make sure you check out the great new podcast with Chris Willis as well as Steven Tolbert coming out later this week, really diving into the Freddie Freeman saga, both from the Braves' perspective and and just from this perspective in general of, uh, you know, something that we usually don't see when it comes to stars changing teams. But make sure you take, check out that podcast for all the latest on the Freddie Freeman saga. The Battery Power podcast, Road to Atlanta podcast, Daily Hammer, all at BatteryPower.com, at Battery Power SBN, free on all podcast platforms. My name's Sean Coleman. It's always a pleasure to be with you, hopefully we'll be able to discuss another Braves victory on tomorrow's daily hammer until then have a great week have a great day we'll talk to you again soon here on the daily hammer